Hi, Linda Phils here. Welcome to my show where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. So let's get started. Think a little bigger, understanding uh, how you're part of God's big storyline. Okay? A lot of times, um, these are not the values you would hear in a typical business discussion. The first one is operating in humility. But we thought we were all that, right? And you know, you are all that. <laughs> but the way you carry all that is to be the way of humility. It's where we take the low road and let God do the exalting. It's where we're not too proud to admit, hey, there was probably a better way to say that. It's probably a better way to do that. And we're teachable. We have a teachable spirit, a moldable spirit. Holiness of heart. I mean, it just means we try to keep a short account of wrongs in our own life. And if God's kind of uh, prompting us that our attitude's not quite right or, or we're showing up late or there's something we need to tweak, that we're happy to tweak it and that we don't get offended with other people or offended with God. Now, when this, this number one happens, it changes a lot of other things in your company and in your own life. And so it's kind of what I might call a positioning of yourself so that you say, you know what, I'm going to be teachable. I'm going to be humble. You know how it is. We can humble ourselves or we can be humbled, right? <laughs> and the first way, I think it's a little easier on all of us. Secondly, we're just going to say, you know what, I'm going to pray. And I'm going to uh, intercede, and there's another word here for prayer. I'm going to intercede strategically. Like, what if you said, God, what do you want to do in my city? The city where you have me. It's not an accident. Uh, you're, rep you're here from many different locations. God, what would you do with me in this city or in this organization or this community? And uh, when you start thinking like that, God starts showing you things where you can help make your community a better place. And maybe you look inside your company and find out something you can do that would be uh, an important part of making the community better. And so in, in America, we're very uh, individualized, right? We're very individualistic. Me, myself, my vision, my company, my profit line. I mean, we're kind of the American way. And um, something that's been very beautiful to observe this week about the Chinese. I've been in several of the meetings. And they, they go around in a flock of people. You know, in America, we call a speaker up and they come up, you know, and they take the podium and they kind of commandeer the space, you know. Well, they call up a group of Chinese leaders. It's like they're attached at the hip. They all just like walk together. And, like you look up there, it's like 12 people in a clump. And you can't even tell where that person stopped and the next one started. And they have a real sense of family and community. But they have learned something due to the difficulties of what they've been through with communism because uh, the values of the family were dismantled back in the day when uh, children might betray parents, a husband might betray a wife. Uh, all of this trust that we often take way too lightly was dismantled for them and now they're taking it back and they're learning what it is to function in humility and as a family. Another quality, first one is just being humble. Second one is praying. Third one, to be generous givers. Uh, to be that one who's happy to uh, give of your resources or give of your time to mentor somebody, perhaps. 
to uh, help on a food drive, to help a family that's had some uh, challenges. Uh, that's, I, I can't tell you how many people, this was really beautiful to watch this year, who uh, said, I want to buy a ticket for somebody else to Impact 18. I can't come this time, but I want to buy a ticket for somebody else. And so just starting to think that way and, and ask God, like, whatever I've got, Lord, how do you want to use it? How can I give? How can I be more generous? How can I uh, be a generous giver? And then the last one is really important because how many of you know that tests will come? Hard times do come. This is not a, a pie-in-the-sky version of Christianity where we say it's just a bed of roses, name it, claim it, and here we go. You know, if you're over 12 years old, you know that's not true. Uh, God, do, God does honor his promises, but there are hardships that we walk through. And when we get the wrong attitude about that, that's a lot of times where we start getting a, kind of mad at God. Because what happened to that thing I thought you were going to do, right? So um, prevailing faith just means we're going to stick it out, believe in God, even through the hard times. And for the moving of the Holy Spirit... And the prophetic understanding, and, and that term prophetic understanding just means I just kind of want to understand what God's saying now. He said a bunch of things in the Bible, and they're still true, but I wonder what he's saying now. And that's the term that we're using here for prophetic understanding. So spiritual values are different from the ones you might have uh, normally heard in a business conference, but this is what we're about. We want to redefine success as well. And look at this proverb. 10.22, it is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich. We like that, don't we? And look at that next phrase, and he adds no sorrow to it. Hmm. When you observe people who have amassed a lot of wealth, a lot of times with it comes a lot of sorrow or a lot of challenge or a lot of trial. And uh, another version of this verse says, The Lord's blessing and riches and struggle adds nothing to it. And I felt like this little commentary explanation at the bottom was helpful. That, that wealth, which is truly desirable, is what we're talking about. Not just trying to get filthy rich to get filthy rich, but like enter into wealth, the, the amassing and earning and uh, stewarding of wealth that's truly desirable with a holy purpose. I love this next line. It has no vexation of spirit in the enjoyment. We don't have to feel guilty about anything, vexing us, stressing us. No grief for the loss, no guilt by the abuse of it. What comes from the love of God has the grace of God for its companion. So if this helps us think in a new way about how we're going to be successful, what success is for the spiritual professional. We hope you're loving the Linda Field Show and that these ideas are helping you succeed day by day. We know you're busy and don't always get the resources you need to grow in your development as a spiritual professional. That's why Linda has created True Tribe, a community of learning for men and women who are ready to experience God-made success. You can access helpful classes and put your learning to work by getting started today for just $1. Come on over to truetribe.org join and get what's waiting for you inside True Tribe. See you over at truetribe.org slash join.